Ahoy hoy, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my great friends, Rhino and Erica Resnick, and we're having lunch at Steakhouse 71 here at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Before we do that, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the support of one of the awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Okay, this is Rhino's first time eating out Steakhouse 71. I've been here plenty of times. Erica has too. Uh, this was featured on my most disappointing restaurants list. So we definitely needed to come back to do it. But then also Pete asked us because he had been hearing himself that it was getting bad reviews. I'm not sure for which meal, whether it's breakfast or dinner. We chose lunch because that's what was convenient for us uh, for today's dining review. But yeah, he, he said, I'm hearing a lot of stuff. So I would go and do it myself. But he was afraid that if he did it, that they'd be like, oh, Pete's coming, so we have to make sure the meal's stellar. And he didn't want that involved, so he said, I'll send my three minions that no one knows or cares about. And that's how we ended up here. So I'm excited. I don't know what I'm going to get today. I don't know what I'm feeling. But I'm ready to try it out, hoping that my mind's changed a little bit from it. So let's head into Steakhouse 71. Yummy, yummy. Stealing that from you, Rhino. To get us started for this lunch, this um, glorious day... We ordered two appetizers. Well, we got three appetizers, but I'm going to let Erica talk about hers since it's a, a, a safe and healthy one. Well, I don't know about healthy, but it's safe. Um, so the the two that Craig and I split were the bacon and eggs, the famous bacon and eggs. We felt like we had to get that or there'd be comments galore about it. And that is a maple lacquered pork belly smoked cheese grits with the perfect egg. It is $15. And the other appetizer we got is the sea salt dusted potato barouche. Butter, roasted garlic tomato spread, that was $12. Um, of the two, I definitely liked the sea salt dusted potato brioche the best. It was like nice, it was salty, it was like this good pull-apart bread. The butter was like super whipped and wonderful. I'm, I'm not in love with the tomato spread. I love the garlic underneath because there's like cloves and cloves of garlic in here, which is wonderful because I, I feel like you can never have enough garlic. The tomato sauce for me on the top, the the... Um, the tomato spread. It tasted like just cold spaghetti sauce. So that was not my jam. I'm really happy with how Rhino and I shared our appetizers. It actually eased a lot of feelings of being like, oh, I don't want to choose the wrong one. So uh, I didn't necessarily want to eat the bacon and eggs by myself, but I also didn't want to just sit here and eat bread by myself. I feel like we got the best of both worlds. And then I stole an onion ring from Erica and of all the onion rings that I've been eating on these reviews lately, that was one of the better ones. It wasn't uh, undercooked. It wasn't overcooked. It was just right. I have to, uh, I have to say the bread always takes me by surprise because I forget how good it is. I mean, yeah, it's just these little small rolls of brioche bread. And you think bread at a restaurant, why isn't it free? I mean, it's bread that's worth paying for. Like $12, yeah, that's it's a little crazy, but... Just the bread is so soft and warm, the salt on top, the whipped butter is so whipped that it just like it feels like you're eating butter clouds. And I love it so much. Uh, bacon and eggs, I've been a fan of for years and years and years, but I don't know. Something about it, for me at least, 
the dish kind of died with the wave. I felt like the presentation was better back then when it was all like one cohesive unit versus this where it's your yeah, bacon on the one side, your pork belly on the one side, and the eggs on grits on the other, and the sauce that gets drizzled in the menu in the middle of it. I, I just feel like it's a little off. And the pork belly, while it might have been lacquered with maple, uh, it didn't really have a sweetness to it. It didn't have even, like, I was hoping for a little peppery flavor to it. Something just tasted like pork belly that had nothing else going on with it. So it felt a little flat for me this time around, but I still think that it's, it, when you have this dish it's and it's good, it's great. Ours today just wasn't necessarily the best, but the bread, I'll be dreaming about that bread for years. I got the Steakhouse 71 onion rings. They are $10. Uh, and these are plant-based. Uh, there's no dairy in any of this. They're hand-breaded with a spicy ranch dipping sauce. Um, and they were delicious. They were perfectly cooked. My pet peeve is when you bite into an onion ring and the whole onion just comes out. This was not the case. They were cooked perfectly, nice and crunchy. And I just I loved them. I thought they were a great appetizer. For my entree, I went with the Stack Burger, um, which is a signature blend of beef, pork belly, American cheese, lemon aioli, red onion, house-made pickles on a brioche bun for $21. So it is a pricey cheeseburger. Um, I will say the, 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 the patty itself was very well cooked, and I did enjoy the house-made pickles and things like that. So the pickles and the red onion are cut, like, paper thin. Um, I felt like the bun was maybe, like just a little stale, like maybe sat in the air a little bit too long, and um, I'm not going to lie, I didn't really get any of the lemon aioli, and I felt like the red onions, which is insane to say this, because I feel like red onions are such a strong flavor, were so lost, because they were just like cut so thin, and the same with the pickles, so it really just was kind of like cheeseburger inside of this like kind of bun that was just like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't something that, I've heard a lot of people for, since this place is open now, for a while that it's basically like this is the best burger on property and I don't think I would agree with that I think a deluxe burger I've had better um, you know there's places outside of the park that I think are a little better so it was a little pricey for what it was for my side with that um, you could either have gotten a petite Caesar salad parmesan fries or a pasta salad I was going to do the pasta salad but it comes with olives and those are garbage so I got the petite Caesar salad which also I wasn't crazy about because I love it when they do it in the lettuce and you have to cut the lettuce. It makes me feel real fancy. That was fine. It was the croutons were stale, too. So it was a lot of stale bread things on my plate um, for 21 bucks. And I just am not... Mm, so I wasn't... I haven't been wowed yet, and I feel bad. And I'm like... It, but it wasn't bad to be like, this is terrible. It just was, like, not noteworthy. For my entree, I got the vegetable Wellington, which is their plant-based option for the entrees. It comes with mushrooms, a lot of mushrooms, fire-roasted artichokes wrapped in a puff pastry with some Brussels sprouts and onions on the side. And I absolutely love this. If you hate mushrooms, please don't get this because it got to a point where the mushrooms were a little overwhelming, but to me... The way this stood out to me was because of the puff pastry. The puff pastries that made this a lot more enjoyable. Um, 
it just added a different flavor to it. And I did keep that spicy dipping sauce from my onion rings. And that really leveled it up a lot for me. Um, and this was $26. I will say the vegetables on the side, like the Brussels sprouts, the onions, and some of the tomatoes that were on there as well, were cooked really well and seasoned really well. So overall, the dish um, was really good all the way through. I just think the mushrooms are a lot. So if you like mushrooms only a little bit or you hate them, please don't get this. You will regret it. Here is the problem with the lunch menu. Uh, There's technically only one steak on here, and I know we're at Steakhouse 71, so you might want to jump to that. But we will have to come back and review it for dinner. We just were available to do this for lunch, so we figured, why not? So I didn't want to limit it to the hanger steak. I didn't feel like that's a great representation of steak that they could have here. Uh, I ended up doing a different steak, uh, you know, also because Rhino wanted to do the stack burger. I let him do the stack burger. However, this crazy monster was going to do the turkey club, and I told him... All the people out there watching and listening to this would rip him apart <laughs> if, in back-to-back reviews, he gets a chicken salad sandwich from Homecoming and then a turkey club from Steakhouse 71. So we avoided that. I almost thought about the prime rib sandwich because I do love prime rib, too, shaved with the the horseradish cream, all that. Like, that sounded good. But uh, I wanted to try out the Salisbury steak. And this is served with garlic mashed potatoes, mushroom gravy, fried onions for $22. And I, you know, Salisbury steak is one of those things that I feel like I probably have had it more for TV dinners than as like an entree that my family made. Uh, My mom loved making Swiss steak during the holidays. And I don't remember a lot of Salisbury steak, but we probably did. Either way, I love Salisbury steak. It is a guilty pleasure for me. And this one was really, really good Uh, for people who haven't had it, don't know what it is. It's essentially a hamburger uh, mixed with a meatloaf in a way like that's it's not uh it's not a thick and hearty steak it it is ground meat but you know it's not like it's a little bit of a lighter consistency than a meatloaf but it's also not just like hamburger meat it's somewhere right in the middle of there uh it was wonderful the mushroom gravy was taking care of all the flavor so it didn't really need to be like over seasoned at all the garlic mashed potatoes they were plentiful and they were so delectable they were just whipped and creamy i really enjoyed it and the fried onions did add for a lot of crisp to the dish. Uh, I was worried they'd be a little soggy, uh, but not only did you get that fried onion flavor, but you also did get a texture difference from kind of the mushy mashed potatoes with mushy gravy and mushy Salisbury steak. Uh, I don't know how often I would come back here and go to that versus maybe the burger or that prime rib sandwich or just getting like a salad on the appetizer menu because it bumps me out that they only give you the Caesar salad as a side with the burger now instead of the wedge salad, but... I'd, I'd probably try the Salisbury steak again. If, if I was really craving a Salisbury steak, yeah, I'd go for it. For dessert, I ordered the apple tart tatin, and it comes with caramelized Granny Smith apples, a puff pastry, and blackberry gelato for $8. And the first thing I want to comment on is how beautiful the presentation was when it's brought out to us. I was like, for $8, this beautiful presentation. I, I was blown away at that point. Um, but overall, the dessert was really great. Um, a lot of cinnamon in there, but I really enjoyed all the flavors. I did have an apple type of tart dessert at Citricos um, a few months back, and I would say it's pretty on par with that dessert. I loved that dessert, and I would put it there 
um, at the same level. But I did enjoy it. My overall experience this though is that everything I did had like did have it was good. Um, but I don't see myself rushing back here. Um, if you asked me to eat somewhere else on the monorail line, I would probably pick something other than this. Um, it's, I wouldn't even come here for something special. Um, but I'm glad that we came because I did, I did enjoy what I got. But it's not something that I would say, I'm coming back tomorrow to get the same thing. Um, but overall, I would say it's okay. It's okay. It was good. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'd like to take the time to wrap up over here. And uh, I did have a bite of Erica's apple tart tartan, um, which I actually thought was pretty tasty. I really enjoyed the blackberry gelato that it came with. It was it was pretty good. For eight bucks, I feel like that thing was definitely worth it. So um, overall with this meal, though, I am not going to lie. I feel less than impressed. Um, I think maybe if I'd gotten here before the hype, I'd feel differently. I don't know if I would. I'm not going to lie to you. We'll see. I know that we came for lunch, and there are different um, options. There's steaks on the menu for dinner. Um, So I'd like to... I wouldn't not come back, but I'm not going to be running to come back, I feel like. Like, there wasn't anything that was really, like, bad, but there was just nothing that wowed me, I guess. Um, And I don't know. Maybe not every restaurant has to wow you, but for, like, the prices and where it's located, I feel like it should, right? So I don't know. I'd give it another shot, but... um, yeah, that's just how I feel. I just feel like very middle of the road. Six and a half out of ten. Thinking a lot about this meal, and, you know, while I may have said that Steakhouse 71 was a restaurant disappointing me, I think I kind of tailor made my selections today, so I walked away here not disappointed, and that's not a bad thing. You know, I. I feel like it's interesting hearing Rhino's perspective because he just made a couple slight changes, you know, by getting the burger that I would have got, and then we split the bacon and eggs, which we weren't both wild about. But, you know, just I think it might have been him getting the burger that was what kind of changed it all. But for me, the Salisbury steak hit the spot. Uh, The bread, I will still talk about that forever. Uh, I didn't get any of the dessert. I only had like one of the blackberries off of Erica's plate just because, uh, well, just going to say it. I had salt and straw this morning for breakfast and I was not in the mood for dessert now for lunch, but also their dessert menu here is like so small. Like there's only the four options, a chocolate cake and creme brulee and then the ambrosia salad dessert. Like it's just, there wasn't anything that jumped out to me anyway. So it wasn't worth it for this one. Uh, Maybe when we come back eventually and do a dinner review here, but you know, Also, we might come back for lunch and do some steaks because there is the option to get a couple of the steaks on the lunch menu, even though it's not advertised directly on there. But we do have to come back for dinner, and we have to come back for breakfast, too, because I don't remember the last time I've had breakfast here. And Well, we know Rhino hasn't had it because... This was his first time stepping foot in here. What about you? You've been here for breakfast? No, never. Never for but I. So we'll have to do breakfast again, too, because, you know, this was motivated by Pete wanting us to check it out and also to, uh, you know, make sure Rhino got the chance to have it. And I don't know where I stand on all of it. I will say for the amount that we ordered 
for a lunch. I still feel like the price wasn't that bad. We got the three appetizers, uh, three entrees, and then one dessert. And the total after tip, when it was all said and done, was $137. So that's not, like, aggressive. And, yeah, like, a $20 burger is always going to feel a little rough as well as any entree for like 20 bucks but again we're at disney we're used to this i don't know why we talk about it in every single review it's what the prices are here it's what we have to deal with so i I think it's it's overall fair but uh, i'm not i'm not necessarily sold on this place still from my disappointing feeling from it but i'm warming up to it a little bit more and we'll just have to see how i feel the next time we come back here But that's going to do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, hit the thumbs up if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Leave comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comments section. If you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a positive rating and review, please take the time to do that as well. And if you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's going to do it for us here at Steakhouse 71. We'll see you again real soon with another Disney dining review. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry. Yummy, yummy.